Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Hey, Kristen. How are you? Good. It's July. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) I I said at the beginning of all this that as long as July feels like July, then I was able to make it through like spring (laughs) and whatever these past four months were. (laughs) Okay. So you just said that. Now I have like 17 things that I need to talk to you about that don't have to do with our topic today. Okay. But they will interweave because, okay, I'm so excited. So this is like our first official show show after bringing our two brands together. Yeah. So it's only right that we have a show about memory keeping. Yes. And documenting, you know, your life during 2020. Hold on. So yeah. okay, the other thing that like is not lost on me is that. This is, did you ever as a kid be like, oh my God, there's a year coming up and it's numbers. And like, what if like weird things happen during that year? Because the numbers are just like interesting. And symbolic. I thought that going into 2020, like vision and seeing clearly and perfect sight. Like, yeah. I mean, we've had so many years. There have been so many years, like a lot of them. And then we started a whole new calendar system, like, 2,000 years ago, which is a long time. Sure. And now we get to 2020, 20, and this is the year we're having? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, sure. And so as I'm continuing to document it, I'm like, okay. People should be like, this is, this is just reinforcement for why you need to document your life. Yeah. Because like, if you need a sign, well, this and, is it. <laughs> and like, and like, if you like are a person in 50 years or in 30 years and you're like, oh my God, look at all these scrapbooks on the wall. I'm going to go to the one for 2020. That seems mm. like an interesting year. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know it? so i feel like every single album documenting 2020 should just open up with the sound effect Ah! (laughs) we need to get the things in the birthday cards yeah yeah just like every every cover slide open should have that sound effect okay there's this um it's a children's book series and they made it into a television series it's called the series of unfortunate events Mm. and they have um there's a narrator the whole time and the entire time he's like, stop reading this. It's, it's bad. Like really, <laughs> really bad things happen. And it's like, yeah. you just, you just stop reading. And I think like, that's kind of another thing that we could put in our 2020 scrapbooks is that's hilarious. You could have a narrator. That's like, dude, you re- just, you know, put this scrapbook away. Like it, you know, this year it's just, it's a disaster. <laughs> like we have got dumpster fires. We have got like, actual house fires we have got we've got it all 
fencing, yeah. fighting, torture, like all of it. <laughs> yeah. It's here. And so, okay, so today we're going to discuss literally how to document your life in 2020. Because we've talked about how to document your life. We've talked about how to scrapbook. We've talked about like literally all that stuff. And we'll talk about it all again. But right now let's talk about how to document your life in this weird world. Yeah. So I know it's now summer for you, Amanda. Yeah. And it's your go time. It is go time. Do you have plans to document your life this summer? Well, yes. I mean, I've been I've been physically documenting it in my passion planner. I have very grand plans to do a mid-year flip through, so just what January through June's looked like in it. But it's a lot of pages and I it, it's going to probably be like a 20 minute plus video on my phone so I got to clear phone space first so there's a lot of like you know those little jobs that got to get done before I can post it but that's the plan because that's been working beautifully just like your morning pages I kind of blast those out every week that's like my weekly documenting so I plan to continue that through the summer as just get it in an album type thing but other than that and more you know interesting to this year like we said plays into my like where's the home for my creativity that I've been that train that I've been on this year right with my one little word home and like where do I want to put everything that I want to share so my website amandazampelli.com which in the past has had many names in many different forms and but its main role was to be like the supplement to all the creative job professional stuff I was trying to do but since that is no longer like the goal of it it's just really become this online digital scrapbook for but for like long form stories so like even as this episode's going live i kind of wrapped up a post on just what like uh blackout tuesday meant for me that i think in a past episode i mentioned has become like became blackout june for me like i was just trying to focus on like content that i could fill that post with and eventually like build on it and reference back to it. So that was went live as of today. And like that's kind of what I've been doing there. It's like for me, I think summer documenting is going to be really present on that digital space. And it's just going to look like, you know, quick photo uploads with the story attached. But what I noticed I've been doing is like these month long, like, like, putting content on a post without publishing and then publishing just this big kind of collection of things. I never used to do that. Blogging used to be like, oh, today, oh, today, oh, today. But I'm just more like, I'll have those posts that are like quick, easy memory, kind of let me get the memory on there. But then I've been kind of building these posts that have more meat to them. So I think that's what I want to be doing this summer. That's super interesting. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ask to... you more about that because I really want to know. Uh, do you know why? Like, so are you like drafting posts and then putting pictures up and then like writing some words and then seeing how the story comes out throughout the month? Well, like I did Tracy Clark's picture home project we interviewed her and she talked mm-hmm. about it back in April and that really resonated with me and I'm like let me do that and it would make a great 
post. Like I knew going into May that every day I'd be taking a picture and I, every day I could input the picture into this post. So that was an, that was the first example where I'm like, Ooh, I like that. I know come June 1st, I'll push publish on this post that I've been adding to daily all throughout May. And that whole concept just like was interesting to me. I liked knowing I was building on something and that it would be like a whole finished thing that I could just publish. So then with that idea, I took that into June with the whole health journey. I was kind of telling you when we did the, our summer, our inspired summer plans, like I'm really, this summer, I just want to focus on like getting healthy. So I knew that that health journey was like, I was like, let me approach it in the same way. Let me ch- create a post, open post, health journey. And every time I felt inspired, go on that post, write a journal entry type thing, but not put push publish. I don't know what the difference is, whether I'd publish each one that I did it. But so I, I'm doing it like every month I'm going to publish. I just, I'll link it, but I published the first month of it. I did it from May 26th to June 26th. So whenever I felt compelled, I just went on that post and contributed, but didn't publish till the month was done. I liked the fact that it was a month's worth of journaling. And then I did it, it happened again with just blackout June and kind of what I've been doing. Like every, anytime something hit me, I just added it to this post. Now I feel like I have this full piece that I can refer back to. I don't know. It's just been the format that's been interesting to me. Knowing you and knowing how you talk and knowing the things that you like to, it makes a lot of sense for you. And like knowing your journey and knowing how you got, it just, that feels, it feels so right. And, and like knowing how, like your, the friction that you have with social media. Yeah. That I still haven't really nailed down yet, but I know that. Are we ever going to nail it down? And how can we nail it down when they keep (laughs) messing with how it works? And I guess that's true. And this feels like I'm taking more of an ownership of it for myself and yeah, it's just, I think you're right. My whole friction I have at social media, it's like helping me through that on my space. I don't know. But then it's just like. Don't say you don't know. You do know. Oh my God. Okay, you know so know. much. And even if yeah, you don't yeah. know everything, like we never know everything. Yeah. But oh my God, you know so much. Yeah. So that's, I, I, I've really been liking the idea that my website is becoming really like what I need it to be for me. And if people check it out, that's great. If they don't, that's okay. But I, it's becoming so, like, I don't mind directing people toward it. In the past, I didn't really know what I wanted it to do for me. But now I have a better handle on it. Well, I think it's so, it's so awesome that we can have things like websites. Yeah. And in the past, it would be like... And when I say in the past, I mean like 2009, like blogging 1.0. Right. It would be weird if you only had like three blog posts. Mm-hmm. But now if you have a website and you have three articles on your website, that's, that's, that's effing amazing. Honestly, just straight up. And what's interesting is when I'm writing the post, my brain's been thinking about it differently because I say to myself 
this is going to live here, hopefully, for the next 40 years plus. Right. So how would I, so I've been thinking as I'm writing, when I, when I want to say, oh, last week, I go backspace, backspace, backspace. Like, instead of, like, I don't, I try not to reference time because I feel like in 40 years, I want this to be something that could be helpful to that person 40 years from now reading it. Like, I just want it to be a standalone reference at any time. And that's been different than my blogging in the past because my blogging in the past is like, today I, which, which I still do and I think is worth it. But the way that I'm thinking about it is my grandchildren are going to read this and I want them to know what grandma thought like at any time, you know? Right. It's such, it's so, blogging has become so much more of a foundational way of creating content on the internet than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago, it was social media. Yeah. And now social media is owned by corporations and it's dictated in their terms. It's, you know, right. it's you post an Instagram and it is a little box with a picture. And yeah. I mean, sure, there are tons of options. You can go on Instagram stories and there's a million different ways that you can like put glitter on your face or make you a cat or, you know, do retro things or have a green screen in the background. Sure, you have tons of options, but they're the options given to you by Instagram. Right. And then they put ads on there, the ads that are chosen by Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook, which is having a reckoning right now. There are an insane amount of companies that are like, we're not going to advertise on Facebook and Instagram. Then there are a lot of companies that are like wishy-washy, but you know, that's that that's for another space and time right now. Right. With a blog, it's very similar to having your email list. Mm -hmm. These are things that are yours. You get to make your website look what you want it to look like. You get to size the photos the way you want to size the photos. You get to show women with nipples if you want to show women with nipples like there's there's so many pros to having your own website and doing it your way and you know there's no one that's going to come I mean you can't do illegal things on your website because then <laughs> it's illegal and then it will be taken down but like you know no one's going to come and take down your website just because you're violating terms of service, you you know, you are the website owner. Yeah. As opposed to social media that we know, like, social media can be hacked. I mean, some of the most, I want, I say famous in, like, you know, our terms. Like, Amy Tangerine got IG hacked uh, a year ago. And it was, like, horrible for her. It took yeah. weeks and weeks and weeks to resolve. Yeah. And, you know, uh, so many of our friends have had people, you know, copy their Instagram accounts and pretend to be them. Like, there are so many good things about social media. Yeah. But, and then everyone has their reasons. And I think it's so cool that you are really finding your stride on your website. Yeah. Yeah, because it is like, I don't like like you're saying like social media people can find you and 
they can get access to your content but like when they come to my website they know they're going to be getting my story like and part of it is like I want the story there for me it's like what would be helpful for me and what do I want to remember from my life however many years down the road but also like I've been getting better at picking out from my story what I think would be helpful to other people and like so that also too it's like well if I feel like someone would read these words and it would help them through a similar situation in their life then it's worthy to post and it's worthy to spend time on so that's what the website's becoming it's becoming not something that I want thousands of people like as many numbers as I could get it's not going to help me with my career which is completely so liberating it's just going to be helpful to me to remember and to other people who are going to read it and going through similar stuff so I just love that new like enlightened intention behind it so I'm excited to get to it this summer like the summer is great because I work on it all year long and it the more I work on it the more fine-tuned it's becoming which is wonderful but like summer is the time that I can really sit every morning like you can luxuriate in it yeah yeah that's a good word that's a good yes so I'm excited for that and I you know I have a a newsletter and I'll probably blast like some of my favorite things here and there but again it's there's no pressure on it there's no click 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 hurry up you know it's just when I want to share I will share and it's great and In the like, meanwhile. Well, I love that you're talking about that because I think, like, everybody listening, you guys can have websites too. You don't need yeah. to be selling anything. Right. There's, like, you don't have to, like, you literally don't need to be selling anything. You don't need to want to sell anything. Right. Who cares? And yes, websites cost money, but hobbies cost money. You can't have a hobby without it costing money. But right, like, and the return is so much greater and, than the, and you know. Also, websites are not expensive. No. When you when That's you on Squarespace. What, yes, when you like think about it, how much a hobby costs you over the course of a year, they're they're it's it's ne- it's negligible. Yeah. And like how when you interact with people and um, I'm trying to think of how I want to put this. When you think of the amount of people that you can interact with if your hobby is like having a website and and you know talking to people online as opposed to you know having a hobby where you go out in the world and interact with people those those are some of the most expensive hobbies like yeah. dancing or I'm thinking of like just I don't know just things that you have to like do things with other people all the time are just very expensive. Yeah. Um, for some reason, I just keep thinking of like shooting bows and arrows and I don't know why, because that's <laughs> like a, you can totally do that by yourself. Yeah, I just um, can. But like, if you like go, you know, to like Renaissance fairs uh, or, you know, other like dress up things, sure. all that stuff's like very expensive. Hobbies are expensive. Like, if you go to, if you do, even if you do crafts, and then you go and do it with other people, it's so much more expensive when you do it with other people, because then you get enabled to to buy things, you're out with people, so then you usually are, like, getting snacks and drinks, and everything just becomes more expensive when it's a social event. Yeah. Like, if you have a website, you get to interact with so many people online, and, I mean, the Awesome Ladies Project is always going to want to see stuff you put up on your website. 
it's and you like you just don't ever have to be like oh well I don't ever want to like you know open a shop or anything you don't have to open a shop right it doesn't matter you can talk about whatever you want too right and even if you don't know what you eventually want to like hone your website in on like Amanda said she's changed her website a bunch of times over the years so many (laughs) and yeah that's cool because it's yours and it's gonna grow just like you yeah. We had promised Tangemin on yep. and I took her, it was like a two week long boot camp through go live. And I'm sure she, she offered it two summers ago. And that's when I just basically jumped back on Squarespace, just followed her prompts and voila, like yes. I had like a, the perfect website, like wasn't anything fancy, but it was functional and pretty. And that's what I just needed it to be. Yes, and I'm so, I mean, if you don't know anything about websites, if you don't know any of that, go to Squarespace and use them. They are so easy to use that they have, like, tech support that's going to help you. And, like, that's what you pay for. And so Squarespace is so simple. If you want to do a little bit more with your website after you've learned a little bit, you can always come over to WordPress and you can make amazing, insane, crazy websites. Uh, The Awesome Ladies Project is built all on WordPress. I built it from the bottom up with a shop and a membership site and all these things. And if you like building websites, there's, you know, the sky's the limit, but if you just want to blog and you just want to, you know, have a website, you can do it in such a short period of time. And you don't need any, you don't like, you don't need to know anything. You are like, if you are listening to this show, you are a woman who is capable of doing things and you are incredibly smart and you are fantastic at learning so you can sign up for squarespace and figure it out yeah squarespace also had i think updated their phone app now too so like you can even do it on the go like if you're on the trade like now there's a way to like edit and create a new post and stuff it's not my favorite way but it can be doable like i usually tweak on there totally and if you want a micro blog instead of like posting to instagram all the time right then that's a fantastic way of doing it. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I got planned for the most part. I Let's love that. I, I yeah. am so, I'm so into that. And so that's a great way that if you are at home now and if you are figuring out how you want to document what's going on now, creating a website is a really great way to do it. Because one, you don't need to leave your house and buy anything to do it. Yeah. So I decided last month that I am going back to Project Life. Nice. So I decided that I needed to document 2020. And I needed like a chronological, this is what's going on in 2020 book. Mm Mm-hmm. And I needed to figure out how I was going to make that happen. And I said, well, you know what? I have more three by four journaling cards than I will ever know what to do with. Also, I can't seem to stop. Like, it's it's some type of, like, weird neurological condition 
to where Kelly Perky puts things in her store and somehow my hands just move and type my credit card number in <laughs> and it, it's just it's a thing. I don't, I don't I have that same condition. <laughs> and so I bought all the coronavirus stuff that she sold. Mm-hmm. And it was then, so good. And then, I, oh my God, the president <laughs> stickers. I yeah. <laughs> if he ever saw them, he would tweet about them like for just hours. Yeah. Um, but I had no plan for them. Okay. And then I was like, well, you know what? I have like literally forty three by four journaling cards. I just have to do Project Life again. It just makes sense. And now, before you continue, when you say Project Life, you don't mean I just the kind mean of thing pocket page chronological scrapbooking cool so you don't mean 12 by 12 page you don't mean any connection to becky higgins just yes we <laughs> have now becky higgins becky <laughs> yes we have as the the scrapbook community at large has reappropriated project life from becky higgins i believe um nice. <laughs> to now talk about any pocket page scrapbooking gotcha apologies to becky higgins um, Don't worry. But she's she, probably doing fine. She has, <laughs> you know, created a movement. And it seems that it's very difficult to get page protectors from her website now. So we have to do what we can to get them in other places. Sure. So that being said, I'm doing monthly project life in a three by eight slash TN album. So is that by Coco Daisy? Citrus Twist. Oh, Citrus Twist. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, so I got a bunch of those Citrus Twist albums, and I was like, yeah, this is going to be my project life, and I'm just going to do it monthly, and I was like, because, you know what, I want a chronological scrapbook, Mm -hmm. and I will be totally fine if I just have one page that says February, and Mm -hmm. it has two cards that just mark February. I'm good with that. Yep. The problem is, is that now I have, like, three pages for each month. So, you know what? Cool. That's, you know, that's what I wanted. I said I was fine with the bare minimum. And now I have a little bit more. Because I actually went through. So just put a pretty card in there. Pretty pattern. I'm so, I'm so excited because I actually have, I thought I didn't have photos. But how do I not have photos? I'm me. I take photos. Like, I'm (laughs) Organizing, organizing my photographs is one of my biggest downfalls i am so bad at the step between taking the photos and getting them printed Mm. it's it's a huge roadblock it's always been a huge roadblock i'm really great at scrapbooking printed photos I'm fantastic at, once I get the photos, I can do everything after that. So good at it. Really good at taking the photos. But I am so bad. So bad. Like, just, one, I just don't have any fun with it. Like, Mm -hmm. on a scale of one to ten, so much of my scrapbooking, like, taking the photos... Usually so somewhere between an eight and a nine. Yeah. Sometimes it goes up to a ten. I yeah. love taking photos. That's what got mm-hmm. me into this. And the whole like uh, back when I was like a ki- a little kid, right? I 
I mean, I don't even remember. Like, I my, I have a collection of, like, 30 of my grandmother's cameras. So I imagine she put a camera in my hands when I was a tiny little kid. My mom took tons of pictures. So I imagine she put a camera in my hand when I was, like... Because I don't even yeah. remember starting to take pictures. Yeah. And then scrapbooking. Dude, I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm Yeah. I'm, like, 34 years old, and I've been doing something for 20 years. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. But I hate... Hate... Hate, 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 hate. Anything having to do. Formatting them. Yeah, like, I don't even mind, honestly, now, I don't mind editing the photos on my phone. Oh, me neither. Yeah, I do that. Because that's just, they made it so easy. It's just, like, three buttons. Yeah. But I hate, like, clicking the ones that I want, sizing them. Putting them on a page and printing them out and deciding, oh, am I getting them printed here now or I'm getting them printed here now and I'm getting them, like, all of those decisions make me, there's so much anxiety in that space Yeah, that I, I, like, farm out those decisions. That's why I get Groovebook Mm. every month because it's, like, Mm -hmm. I get a notification on my phone. It's like, Kristen, choose 100 photos. So I choose... Some photos, I choose a ton of screenshots because mm-hmm. it's so cheap and it's so easy. And that way I don't ever have to think about printing any kind of screenshot with my own printer ink because mm-hmm. that's expensive. And I feel guilty sometimes printing out, like, silly memes Yeah, with my good <laughs> printer ink. Even though it's, like, the best stuff. It's so, I mean, and it says that, like, <laughs> there's so much story in screenshots in memes, in text message conversations. Yeah. So much story. Especially for me who doesn't love doing long-form journaling on her page. So, like, printing out text message conversations? Dude. Or, oh my god, you know what I love doing now? I will print out my Instagram stories. Because I've already written the captions. Oh, right. Yes, I remember we had this conversation. Yeah, so good. And all that stuff I'll do on Groovebook because I get 100 photos for under $5. And they go perfectly in my daily pages. Mm-hmm. But for like Project Life, I want them to be a little bit cleaner. I want them yeah. to look a little bit nicer. And so the anxiety that exists in the space to get the photos to look the way that I want mm-hmm. is my biggest roadblock. Yeah. I've dealt with that in the past. And what's helped me is like the memory planning really helped because I knew the size that I was working with every single week. I mean, that's true for Project Life 2, like three by four. But the fact that each photo is a separate entity you have to uh, paper trim, that was always, I was like, I don't want to, I'd rather paper trim one block of something than 25 blocks of something. So I said, if I can, that's why I'm like a hybrid scrapbooker now, because if I could digitally um, cluster, what's the word? Collage. If I could digitally collage all the photos I need on one block that I just need to cut out, I'm much more apt to just do that. So like now with the Passion Planner, they have um, the space on the bottom of the plan. So I know how big that space is. I have that document like chronically up in Photoshop. So all I have to do is drop, drag, resize, resize, and like however many I want to put on that block. And all I do is print out two blocks for the week and then I could just cut out the block. So, I mean, it's a little harder with Project Life, but I found albums that could just give me the block of, of stuff was better for me. So the it thing that, that I have kind of been working on that I think is going to help me a lot is I realized that 
I can do a lot of the same stuff in Canva because mm -hmm. I don't have Photoshop on my laptop. And when I'm just resizing a couple of photos, Photoshop is too bloated for me. Yeah. And in Canva, I can just be like, oh, okay, here's a three by four space to drag a photo into. I, what do you, right. I don't even know. Frame. Yeah. Here's a three by four photo frame. Here's another three by four photo frame. Here's another three by four photo. And all, but put them all on an eight and a half by 11 PDF. That's good. And it's like, oh, okay. There yeah. is, you know, there's less anxiety because then yeah. I just have to choose my photos and then they go into the uploads and then I just drag them over and. Yeah. It's, it's removing. Cause what it all comes down to me, what it all comes down to for me always is decision fatigue. Mm -hmm. Because the more decisions I have to make, the likelier I am to feel anxiety about messing up one of the decisions. Yeah. So the fewer decisions that I can make at any given time, the less anxiety I'm likely to have. Yeah, and I'm thinking, like, if you're going to format it on Canva, like, weekly works for me because I, I know the dates of the week, so I don't look at any photos before or after that week, those dates. So oh, it limits really my smart. It limits my samples. Like, as you said, you started this by saying you're bad at organizing photos, but I like that the iPhone, when you scroll, says the dates here, the dates here. So I literally just only look at the week's worth of dates so maybe like you can make a schedule for yourself or like every Sunday night you're looking through that week and uploading on Canva for that week and then you don't have to look at them anymore and then you don't print out until the end of the month like it then becomes your monthly album based off what you're doing weekly on Canva but that helps huh. me when I do yeah so I only look at I go okay I gotta pick photos let's look at this week's photos one two three four five six seven and then that's it that's a really good know. idea to set up time to choose photos. And then also, like, I could just, in the actual, like, put, because I'll do it on my computer, and then I'll pull up the, the iCloud photo folder, and then I could just look at, you know, photos from March 1st to March 30th. Yeah. And then be like, oh, do I want any of these photos for March? Yeah. Huh. That's fantastic. Anyway. Yeah. I love it. That's that's a fantastic way to do that. So yes, so I'm working on my 2020 Project Life album. And so I, I've decided this last month, so I'm literally working backwards still. So I have some stuff from January in there. I have some stuff from February in there. I also just started working on June because I wanted to be working on you know, what was currently happening. This also started because there are a ton of people who are making really cool COVID-19 digital files. There are people making amazing Black Lives Matters digital files. Um, and I... Did you download the ones from Aziri Jarrett? I have it open on my thing, yeah. So good. They're amazing. <laughs> I've used the, the, yeah. that was the first thing I put in my Project Life album. Yeah. They're really good. They're so good. Um 
And she has them for, they're for free on her shop. And then she wants you to donate to a organization uh, supporting Black Lives Matter, uh, justice for... uh, Breonna Taylor. Yes, and, and, and other Black justice causes. I donated to Black Table Arts... And um, I got an amazing T-shirt that just came in the mail yesterday. I'm super excited to wear it. Mm. And they also included a really cool face mask. We need to get her on the show. Oh, that would be a great that would be a great uh, interview. Yeah. Um. Also, who else has really cool? Um. Well, Kelly's coming out with one. I think today, right? Isn't July first? She's opening shop again. Yes, and she has someone in her shop too. That I cannot oh, look. yes, I know her. Hold on. It's, um... We're recording the show, and I can't open Candace Kelly's... Carson. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, Kelly's shop's locked today, because she is opening up her shop on July 1st, after the show goes... Before the show goes live. I am bumbling all of my words today, Amanda. I mean, it's July, like... It's fine. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> it's summertime. Um, those are some really good ones. Also, there are a bunch of people doing some really other great things that are not, uh, I want to say, scrapbook related. But, you know, people who are doing digital cut files, you know, do some really good Pinterest searching. And if you find some really good ones, come and tell us on the Awesome Ladies Project community. Um, you can find out more about that at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash craftyassfemale, where we have really cool community for you guys to come and tell us about all great things about the show and anything that you want to talk about. And there are also some really great designers designing stuff for coronavirus. Um, Tracy Reed has an amazing one. And so did uh, Carrie Bradford had a few. Oh, yeah. And also um, on Tracy Reed's website, she has a roundup of COVID-19 printables. Oh, that's cool. So we will put that in the show notes. Um, Sweet Shop Designs has a good one. It's really cute. It's a mini scrapbooking digital kit and you can print out all the things. Um, I love some of the papers in that one. I just want to print out all of them. Our girl over at uh, Yay Day Paper Company, too. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with... I cannot. I cannot stop using... So, Amber's stuff. Amber Kempfer Stell's stuff. uh, She's the mask love. She's Yay Day Paper. She is everything. She is... She is everything. She's just fantastic. I cannot stop. I liked her craftivist. Oh, oh my God. I... I, (laughs) So good. I, I got that. I downloaded it. I cannot decide what to do with it. I feel like I'm going to do as soon. There's so many. Oh. oh my God. It's so overwhelming. I want to <laughs> do so many things. There have been so many people who have done so many cool things with that print. People have like shrinky dinked it and made it into pins. Yeah. People. Oh my God. There's. If you guys want to be inspired by like actual insanely like crafty ass females to the max. Like. One, Amber Kempersell is incredible. You can watch her show on Disney+. Plus. She's, she does incredibly amazing things on that show. But the people who take her products and then, like, crank it up to 11, those are some, like, OMG people. 
Yeah. So, like, follow her hashtags because, like, oh, like, seriously, OMG. So innovative. Insane. Yeah, they're, like, 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 I know. They, like, took, um, they filled pencils with her paper. I, it's un- unbelievable the things that they do. I am, I'm always in awe. But, yes, that craftivist and some, oh, yes, put it, somebody put it on a jean jacket. And I was like, I die. I just okay. die. So okay. much. Yes, so uh, there's some insanely good uh, stuff out there to to scrapbook um, literally everything that's going on, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's the protest, whether it's uh, COVID. There is, you know, free stuff. There is great stuff that you can support um, amazing artists by, you know, whatever your budget is, whatever your desires are. Um, there's great stuff for you. The other thing that I'm doing is daily pages. Yeah. Every day. Every day at noon, me and the awesome ladies, we have a date. And I make my daily page live on camera, which is a weird thing. If someone told me five years ago or ten years ago, yeah, you would be teaching daily art classes every day during a pandemic. (laughs) Um... Again, I would just be like, yeah, that's a crazy thing. Please, please keep walking. I love that anything we've done the past four years, you could just add through a pandemic at the end of it. And it just sounds like so much like it it really is like anything we're doing during this time is pretty amazing. Okay. So we have to have a timeout for a story now. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I have a this is why we can't have nice things story. Okay. So Michigan, you know, was having a hard time at the beginning. And we like cracked down. We did a really good job. The governor, our woman governor, female governor. Although if you guys haven't seen how uh Cecily Strong portrayed her on SNL, please go watch. It's like <laughs> it's surprisingly accurate and wonderful. But she's fantastic. She did a great job. And she really, we flattened the curve in Michigan and did a great job of doing it. But we reopened bars and things. And I live in a college town. Of course, 95% of the college people are not here. But, you know, 5% of people are here. And they went to one college bar downtown and the latest number so so it was it was over the last i guess it started last wednesday maybe it was like you know 20 people found you know 20 people have coronavirus from east lansing bar and then the next day, it was 35 people have oh. coronavirus at East Lansing Bar. Here we go. <laughs> and then later on in the day, it was 45 people have oh coronavirus. And literally every single time I checked, it went up by 10. It went up. So, oh, I mean, last time I checked, it was 85. And CNN was on the case. And it's like, this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. And no one, like, no the responsibility is being pushed off on all of the wrong people. And then the bar reopened and people are still not doing the things that they need to be doing. Yeah, I saw a meme that was like, to all you people who are still wearing your masks, we know you were the people in high school that did the group project all by yourself. 
right? <laughs> I, 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 I felt that one strongly. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that one. Yeah, no. So this bar has now been the culprit of, I mean, so our county, before this, before this outbreak at this They East were allowed Lansing inside bar, the bar? Oh, yeah, no. So, Amanda. That's part of the problem is they're just like, you well, can't so, be inside. So the restrictions were, you can have 50% of the bar can be, the bar can be at 50% capacity. Mm. All tables need to be six feet apart. And masks are strongly encouraged. But the problem is, is that it's not just a, like, this is the biggest bar in East Lansing. So their capacity is in the high hundreds. Mm. And it's not just, you know, a bar. It's like a club. Right. So they had a DJ and they were, everyone was, you know, dancing up on each other. And if you're going to dance up on each other, you're going to get the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. And like, that's the thing, too. It's like you can set the the rules and put apart but if the people are not enforcing it like how do restaurant owners enforce it well and like but the other thing is like if you are a restaurant if you call yourself a restaurant and then you operate like a club Mm. then you're not in the right right right. you you need to decide what you're going to be yeah and then what phase you need to follow accordingly right if you want to be a restaurant be a restaurant then serve food at your tables like don't have your dance floor open with djs right and if you want like if you it if you don't want people to get sick and you want to enforce a mask policy hire bouncers to enforce a mask policy because you know you hire bouncers to enforce an id policy yeah and if you like if you don't want like i understand that as an owner you'd personally feel like if i were if i owned a bar I would personally feel uncomfortable telling large college boys who are drunk to do something. Right. But that's why you hire security. Right. And it's one thing to have a restaurant open. It's one thing to have a bar that just serves liquor open. It's another thing to operate a club where people are, where it's, impossible for people to social distance right but then i think like what's good about daily pages is all that frustration you feel for that can be taken out on the page that's the whole thing is like my poor class my poor class my poor class my poor class i'm like guys we can't have anything nice this is what's happening at harper's um but it's so like this is the thing is that we are living in this such weird time. We're living in such a weird time. We're living in such a time where time itself is different than it's ever been. Mm. Days are weird, weeks are weird, months are weird. And having that daily practice, having that 12 o'clock meeting, having that time with myself having that time with my community having that time with my members grounds me and like some people do meditation some people do yoga some people have dance classes some people crochet some people have whatever you do for your daily grounding practice you know that's awesome Mm -hmm. 
just having that thing that you can do every day, having that place that you can go to every day, having that safe community that you can go to where you, you know, see your friends, where you have a place where you can talk about why, you know, why is the world so weird right now? Mm-hmm. Well, at least we have daily pages. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be all about the coronavirus. It doesn't have to be all about anything. It can be like, this is a weird thing that's happening right now. Or here's a picture of my Thursday three, or here's my Mm -hmm. currently list or, you know, and like at every little point, there's a little place where you can just document what's going on right now, Mm -hmm. which is why I love currently list. It's like, well, what's happening right now? And it gives you tiny little spaces to talk about things if you want to. And then you can also expand on them. But also just by saying, like, how are you feeling in currently list? Mm-hmm. Well, like, I'm feeling frustrated. Because, like, now a hundred people are sick. And they all went into all these downtown places. Like, they also just went into the Walgreens. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like, it's a small community. It's a very small community. And, and the problem isn't just that it happened now. The problem is, is that there's nobody in town right now you know and what happens when all of the students come back in september let alone like the the 500 to a thousand students who are here now what happens when yeah. fifty thousand students come back to school in september yeah and you know it's it's not a question really that anyone can answer because we don't know Well, that makes me think, like, I think it's so interesting that both you and I described, like, documenting our life through 2020, and we both described, like, you have these two very separate and different ideas of how you're going to document this year. I, with my planner and my website, like, have two very, like, one is, like, a chronological documenting of what's taking up our weeks, right? So, like, that's happened. But there needs to be this other free-flowing daily thing, daily-ish thing, that comments on that. The fact that, like, what we're feeling in the moment, like, when we can't get feelings out any other way, and, like, the fact that we really don't know. Like, we, like, it just is, it's so, I'm just, like, because there's a part of me that goes, oh, last week this happened. Okay, that wasn't so bad. This happened. That happened. Okay, life is weird right now. Okay. But then there's this whole other realm of documenting 2020 where you're going, what the fuck is this going to be like in September? Like, as a teacher, I'm just like, I think I know when we're making plans as a school, but we don't have to know. And like, yeah, and like, that is just in and of itself like where does that energy go right inside us yeah and I, that's such that's such a great point because like you there are so, so many different parts of documenting our lives and i think we kind of sometimes we can get on ourselves for like having that stack of unfinished projects yeah but working in different projects can be so good for us. Yeah. Because they they serve multiple purposes. Like, it's awesome. Like, I love the ability now to have this chronological book of like, hey, this happened. This event happened. This, yeah. I, know, I went to this thing. You know, I, I have, you know, we bought Girl Scout cookies and that was really cool. I'm like, but in my daily pages, this is just like a, it's 
there's no like um okay so like there's no context mm-hmm. right like everything in 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 my project life book has context right like sure i get to choose the cards i get to choose the photos i'm putting it together in such a way that it's designed to tell a specific story about what happened at this point in time right and my daily pages are so much more of a like okay and this needs to happen right now right a release kind of right and it can be a release of like just grabbing whatever we have around us mm-hmm. like oh i love stickers i love washi tape and you know what i'm just gonna use washi tape to express my feelings of frustration today Mm -hmm. because right now words are too much right like it's almost like a gosh I have this feeling like how do I explore this like I think your daily pages are good in between like what you feel about something and you feeling it and the daily pages kind of come in 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 between and like yeah I think my blog's been that too, but like in a much different way than daily pages are. It's like interesting. Like totally, it's it's with words and it's with like even like the whole feeling of do not know that we were just talking about. Like we don't know how that's going to end up. We don't know how September's going to look like and all that. But like this whole Black Lives Matter movement and it really coming to the surface. Like there's been shifts within my family. Like my dad specifically, were like I love my dad. But I don't like the person he is. Like, I don't, like, like, I just, and it's all centered around this. But, like, I've been going, like, I don't know what our relationship's going to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I felt that throughout the years. But, like, even something like that has nothing to do with schedule or corona. But, like, I don't know, like, what our relationship's going to look like. Like, it has to do, like, he's just a difficult person. I don't know. So you know what I mean? It's like, so I've been thinking about a a blog post on how to share that story because I feel like there's people out there who are going through that. Like, how do you deal with a family member who just (laughs) is like so difficult and you have to deal with them, but you don't want to deal with them, but you have to. Like, that's what I've been going through right now with him. And I'm just like, what does that look like? How do I navigate that? I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's something I think it's something you should write about because I think it's something that is I mean, there's a lot of people that are going through that. There's a lot of people who have gone through that. And there's a lot of people who are having really difficult conversations with their parents right now. Yeah. Because our parents' generation seems to understand racism a lot differently. Then yeah, everything, everything. He's... It's, 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 and we need to be having difficult conversations, but also we don't need to like, you know, bang our heads against the wall, trying to convince people who Correct. aren't going to be convinced of a thing. Right. One of Candace Carson's, uh, Black Lives Matter cards for Kelly Perky said you have to speak like speak the truth even if your voice shakes so like i've been feeling that like i feel like that's what it is like you have to speak the truth but not at the de- like you also have to set boundaries so that you're it's not to become a toxic situation for you right you know. and and it's a matter of 
boundary settings in a way that, you know, this is the truth. Black lives matter. And, you know, systemic racism exists. And whether or not you want to believe that is up to you. And you can choose not to have conversations about that, you know, afterwards. Which is fine. Because you're probably not going to get anywhere with insanely old people. But then, you know, if racist comments come up, if racist, you know, assumptions come up, then, you know, you just say, dude, that's racist. And then you don't have to say anything else. Because I've had the same conversation with my parents. We've had conversations with my in-laws where it's just like, you know, people... And it's, I'm sure there are people of our generation that do the exact same thing. So I'm not trying to be generational, generationist, whatever it is, ageist. But, you know, just things that are like, just, not just stereotypical, but just racist. Just say, that's racist. Full stop. Just the way you would say no, just the way you would say, I don't like that. That, you know, two words, that's racist. And you don't even have to get into an explanation. You don't have to get into any... That, that's, that's enough. And yeah. there's no continuing of the conversation. It's just a matter of saying... Like, because that, that itself is a boundary. Yeah. You're not allowing toxic conversation to happen to you. And, and it's... One, it's standing up for yourself. Because your values are Black Lives Matter. Your values are... Everyone is worthy of life. Your values are, we don't demean people just because of what their skin color is. Yeah. And I've been getting better at asserting it, which is hazing relationships, which is the I don't know part. Like, where is this relationship going to go if, <laughs> if like, I don't know. So it's just, it's just another thing that I think documenting 2020 has along with it. Yes. And so it's, yeah. Uh, but if you do it in a way where you're creating boundaries for yourself, right, it's only going to be better for you, right? No, I know that. Yeah, and that's I, like, what that's becoming clear. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think you have to go out and just start attacking people mm-hmm. and being like, you know, I and because I, I understand because there are people on in my family who just are straight up racist, and I literally will not sit in a room with them anymore and i like i literally cannot mm-hmm. there's no arguing with them there's there's just no even having a conversation and so you know you can push your boundary back and back and back and back and that, it doesn't sound like you're not going to have that relationship with your dad you're just not but he'll learn that he just can't say racist things in front of you if he wants mm-hmm. to continue on being like this is what I feel about black people or this is what I feel about brown people or this is what I feel about Irish people, you know, like he can have those beliefs. He just can't vocalize them in front of you. Yeah. I think I'm like, I just need to it's art hard. out. <laughs> I need to art out all the feelings around that because that that's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is and, why, like, and you don't have to God, justify yeah. that. Like, you don't have yeah. to justify like why you feel that way. Just yeah. like you don't have to justify any of your other boundaries. Yeah, it's just all a part of like the people pleasing bridge mm-hmm. burning down, which is wonderful. But it's just new territory, and then like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's that's good so, stuff. It's so interesting that that's going to be a part of our 2020 documenting is are these hard conversations that we have to have and these relationships that we have to build and our own work that we're doing on whiteness and what it means to be an ally and what it means to be an activist and how we have to make this a part of our lives. Right. And whether it's, you know, having conversations with our parents, setting up boundaries with our parents and realizing like, cause your dad's going to be like, oh, okay, well, that's something that I can't do anymore with Amanda. Like that's a change in my life and that right. will trigger feelings. Whether it changes anything, you know, that's not in your control. Right. But you can only control what you can control. And like exploring that in the vein of documenting 2020 is such an interesting thing. Agreed. This has been such a great episode. Yeah. I love this. Okay, guys. So we're going to go to After Chatter, which is going to still be available on Patreon this month while we phase everything over to the Awesome Ladies Project. Um, so you can find it at patreon.com slash craftiestfemale. And now you can find it at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash craftiestfemale as well if you are a member of the VIP collective. Everyone else... You guys can come and chat with us about the episode. You can also find that at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash craftyessfemale. We've got all of the stuff right there. And I think that's basically it. We're going to be back next week with another episode. We want to hear all the things about how you guys are documenting coronavirus, how you guys are documenting Black Lives Matter, how you guys are documenting everything about 2020. So come and tell us about that in the forums. We want to know everything that you are thinking. We love you. We guys. We guys. Yes. That. We guys, <laughs> we hope that you have a great week. Uh, book club is next Friday, first one. Ooh, book club is next Friday, first one. Uh, Hamilton is also happening. Oh, Hamilton, heard- <laughs> Hamilton happened, and right, right before this recording. So if you guys watch that, we'd love to know what you think about that too. Um, and just have a great week, and we will we will talk soon. All right, head over to After Chatter. Let's go. Bye, guys. Bye.